Hello, hello. We got about a minute after the hour leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan coming to you this afternoon as we uh, enjoy what's uh, in effect our Friday today. It's the uh, last day of the week for the program. We'll back in here on Monday, but right now it's... Normally, I'd say it's the friendly confines, but right now it feels like the frozen tundra. Oh, yeah, it absolutely. It's bad in here today. Uh, it's, it's freezing. I walked in. I wish, wish I'd have brought my jacket in here right now. It's, uh, it's pretty cold. See, I went, lo- <laughs> went long sleeve shirts this morning thinking, all right, well, it's going to be a little chilly today. Had, had morning metal detector duty. So I figured, all right, I, was feeling- I didn't realize I was going to need it for the radio station tonight. It's, uh, it's about 68 or 9 outside right now. Correct, but it's. Uh, I'm it's betting a, it's 65 in here. What a strong breeze in yes, here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Uh, we're hanging out today. We got lots going on today. Of course, it is Thursday. That means Dwight McCowan's in here. Great to see you again. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. We have uh, our uh, Nukes Sports Trivia contest today. We have uh, number four. So we'll do that. I think we're going to do that a little earlier today. 5.15, I think, today we're actually going to do the Nukes uh, Sports Trivia giveaway thing. So uh, here's our deal. We're going to give a, a, a trivia question. I will accept answers on the phone. I will accept answers on the Facebook. Our IT guy today, say he walked in here. You, you can testify. He He's walked in and said, I tested those lines three times today. The phones work. He said it. I heard him say it. So... <laughs> 903-735-9905. That's the phone number. We're going to get the uh, Nuke Sports Trivia in a little bit earlier today. We've been doing it at 5.30 consistently. We'll move it around from uh, time to time. But 5.15 is your chance today to win $10 gift card from Nukes. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, obviously because Nukes is uh, one of the best places around here. So yeah. uh, that's uh, automatic for me. That's what I would say. And if I hand you 10 bucks to go? <laughs> That makes it even better. Yeah, see? That's what I'm willing to do for you today. Also, because it's Thursday, as we do all during the college football season, we will have this week's Picks of Righteousness. Yeah, I think I did pretty decent last week. Oh, did you? I think I did pretty decent, the ones I can remember. See, you're not supposed to to know if you win or lose. It's not supposed to matter. Most of the Texas game, I was like, well, I messed that one up. (laughs) (laughs) I got got grief about that. Did you hear this? Did you hear Tyler on – I on did Tuesday? not hear. No, no. What did he say? Oh, Tyler gave me crap. Like I dogged out uh, Oklahoma last week. Like I, I didn't think I dogged him out. I thought I, 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 I said I thought Texas was better, but he came in just breathing fire at me. He sounds like a young, sensitive uh, sports fan. <laughs> all these guys, you say anything, one thing that's not positive, everybody's upset. He's the you Micah know? Parsons of leaving the yards. <laughs> yeah. Out you telling yeah, me? I mean, we, we, we almost say, man, everybody's great. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If every Everybody was great. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Nobody cares about the great all the time. Absolutely. Anyhow, speaking of uh, great, by the way, we're going to have a great American League Championship Series this weekend. The Rangers and Astros starting Sunday. Oh, man, it's all Texas shootout there going on. Oh, I don't know if I say that one. All Texas. Oh, I'm not one of those young, you can't say shootout. Yeah. uh, I I like Red River, uh, you know, the Red River, what the heck was it before they called it the. Red River Shootout now. Shootout, yeah. Now it's rivalry. See, I hate that rivalry. Call it what it was. I'm excited for it. Obviously, I'm I'm not a fan of either, but I'll pull for Texas. You know, know, I'll take my son to Texas Rangers games, and I've been to Rangers games. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they can get over the hump and get back to the Warriors series. I'm sure they ain't been there since they lost to St. Louis in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So, So what's your baseball team? 
Uh, I don't have one. Oh, you don't really I, have I, one. I, I nice. found out in sports, really, uh, when I didn't have a, a particular team, I enjoy it more because I can, after the game over it, I don't have to be miserable and, you know, upset, and I just go home about my day. I'm trying to think how many times we've had interstate teams in the league championships because there's not very many states that have multiple teams in the same league. Correct. Like we had, we've had a St. Louis-Kansas City World Series, but there's only one team in Missouri in each of the American and National League. Same thing with Illinois. Same thing with New York. I was going to say the Dodgers of Padre, but that was a divisional series last year, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So, yeah. Dodgers <laughs> and Giants. Yeah. Did they play in the LCS a few years back? I don't know, no, but I don't I'm, think so. I'm thinking that may be one. But other than that, not many. Like no. there's two Florida teams, but they're in different leagues. Correct. So that makes th- it even th- more. This intriguing. may be history. This go around. I'm excited about it though. I, I, Houston's pretty doggone good though. <laughs> Those guys are good, man. I mean, seven straight LCS. I know. Appearances, that's that's impressive. I know, but and, the Rangers are good too. Yes, they are, and I, I do well. One of the one of their LCS appearances, I kind of you know, I mean. Come on, that's pretty obvious with the Dodgers series, but you know, I'm not a Houston fan, but I've worked with some Houston fans who got upset at me about that. But really, yeah, got their feelings hurt. Yeah, a little bit. I was like, I have no dog in a fight, but to me, it's pretty obvious what was going on there. It's just, you know, <laughs> did baseball handle that right? No, the 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 supposed I say supposed. I mean, it's been now put to bed that they did yes cheat. No, I didn't. I didn't. I think you didn't they think just handled it. Right. I think I think they handled it kind of like David Stern did uh, some years back with the uh, NBA referees, and, and they just it's one of those things you just kind of want to go away. Okay, and so you just try to give them some kind of those small punishment and keep it moving. Has the country moved past it? Do you think? Are we at a place now when the Astros come on? They're like, oh yeah, those cheaters, or do they just have, have we gone enough water under the bridge where that's not the number one thing you think about? I've only heard like Dodgers fans still complaining yeah, about no, it. I really, bet, I bet it, yeah, everybody else, everybody else has moved on from it. It's like, hey man, it is what it is. You lost. Keep it moving. Sorry, man. <laughs> Yo, it's like Deflate gave you a Patriot fan. Hey man, you, you lost. You know, it's just, oops. We can't change that in the no, record books. It's too bad. So, yeah, correct. Yeah. Anyway, huge series uh, Sunday game number one in Houston. Um, I, I think because it's these two, and because it's, it's a, an in-state thing, correct? I think the intrigue comes up exponentially for baseball fans around the country. I may be totally wrong. Guys on the coast on either side may not care, but I think if you're a baseball fan this time of year, you got some intrigue you want to see. I, I think there's a lot of eyes on the Philadelphia Atlanta series, even if it's an East Coast matchup for the most part, South and East. I think people around the country are watching that because it is such an intriguing thing. Absolutely, especially when you you know in the same division, you play each other all the time. So at, at natural rivalry is built in, you know. And obviously with Philadelphia, that kind of must see TV. Um, they play a pretty exciting team with the Rangers. I, f- I feel like my opinion with the Rangers Astros is more like a like a college football feels a regional thing. But I think the nation will look into it just because um, you probably got some fans probably, like I said, out on the West Coast who don't like the Astros for, for obvious reasons. So they're going to tune in and root against them. You know, you, you really need teams for fans to tune in and root against. That's how you, that's why you're so popular with the Yankees because you have New York that was rooting for them and the rest of the country that was rooting against them. So you need those type of teams to, to drive ratings and revenues. Or the Dallas Cowboys. Or the Dallas Cowboys. Well, a lot, a lot of folks – Anybody but the cowboy kind of mentality, so I can see that. And which I don't understand. I mean, obviously, I, my generation we saw him win, but like this new generation, I worked with some coaches last year in Palestine who was like 26, 27 years okay. old. I'm Young like, guys, I do. You never even seen them win, so you know you, you have no idea what you're, what, how it even feels. So you 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 don't even, you feel bad for those guys because you couldn't even experience the fun times when the Cowboys was winning. But and they're not cowboy fans. 
Yes, they they are. They are. They are. They are. Cowboy cowboy yeah, they fans. are. They're, they're diehard. Cowboy okay. Fans. All right. So they're cowboy fans. They, they just think it's just they've never gotten a chance to see correct. an actual Super Bowl or even a championship, a, a championship NFC championship, championship, championship game appearance. Yeah, <laughs> they're all post boy nineteen ninety five. You know, we laugh about that, and I've said this on this on this program before. You know, I was born in sixty three. Packers won Super Bowls in in 66, 67, 67, 68. That, that, a couple of years. So that's too young to remember. Great. So for the duration of my life, they had they had a good year in 72 and lost in the first round of the playoffs. They were off in the 80s, right? They had a good year in 81 or two. But the short season, the strike season, mm-hmm. they got in the playoffs from that. With the exception of those two years, eight and eights as good as Green Bay did most every other time. I mean, most of the time it was, you know, four and ten, and then when we expanded it, four and twelve, yeah. six and ten, seven and that was it. From nineteen seventy to nineteen ninety, that twenty full years of having two playoff seasons and one of them a short season. That's all we got so when my kids were born early 90s okay they didn't go through any of that desert <laughs> of the pain that had been you're right that had been the horrific experience of watching one of the worst teams in the league they, uh, management was bad coaches were bad Great. quarterbacks were bad behavior was bad on the field was best hor- putrid yes putrid's the best word for it so my kids are born in 89, 91, 94. Oh, so they come into the Brett Favre era. Right at, yeah, now, they're right. too young to really knew what was going on then. Correct. But we get the Brett Favre era and a Super Bowl win in 96, and you're like, okay. First time I'd seen – first time I'd I honestly been adult and seen a Packers Super Bowl. But my kids had only known, well, far, 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 far. <laughs> then and Rogers, Rogers and they get their Super Bowl, <laughs> 2010. They're coming up on about 20 years old. So they got one. Well, the Packers haven't been bad during that 30 no, years. No. They've had a bad year here or there. Super competitive. But they've year. been competitive <laughs> yeah. for 30 years. Well, my kids have no idea. They don't so know the pain. Now they're about to go into this Jordan Love era. God knows what this is going to be. If it's good or bad, I don't know yet. They may be in a run now where, like I was, 20 years of just horrible football. <laughs> well, as Cowboy fans, they haven't been horrible. But, and I, They've and been competitive. I was a Cowboy fan up until I was probably um, probably about 25, maybe. Okay. And and so my whole family's Cowboy fans, so obviously I got a chance. I was born in the 80s, uh, 83, so – you know, I could, my first memory was really was when they get they get Michael Irvin. I was in first grade, and, and, and they were still struggling. Obviously, then they start to win, and then I'm in I'm in middle school when they win the Super Bowls, and, and, and going to high school when they win it. So you, I can enjoy that. Um, and then my fandom kind of went away. <laughs> Honestly, when I went to the tra- Cowboys training camp, um, my sophomore year, and it was it was I say my fandom went away. I still rooted for them a little bit, but it, it taught me that those guys are human too. Yeah. They're people, yeah. and um, and they have bad days too. And so they're they're it's not what you see on camera. And so it was a little bit disappointing. I'm not gonna go too much into details, um, but but I learned from there. But then I was still a big fan, and I had just got to the point where after they had. 
they fired Bill Parcells. I was just like, I can't. They, well, I say parted ways with Bill Parcells. I was like, he just built you a, a team that really just lasted another 10 years, right. and you run him off. And I watched Jimmy Johnson get run off. And so I was like, why am I investing my time and effort into this guy's? And, he, he, you know, so that's where my fandom ended. And I can honestly now I can watch the game and just be like, yeah, they lost. That's on them. That's not me. No big so, deal. <laughs> so, and, and my son has kind of adopted that. He doesn't really have, I say, a fan. He he um He's more a bandwagon fan. He okay. uh, He's um. Right now, he's a Chiefs fan, obviously. You know, come on, Patrick Mahomes. And I took him to – we had to play a game in White House last year. And he right, went to White right, House. Right. Oh, and yeah. I, showed him, I showed him everything about Patrick Mahomes. And so he's uh, he's all in right now. He's been all in since, like, you know, 2019. You know, <laughs> and I don't know – my brother was that way. You know, we, we were born in Wisconsin. My grandparents were born in Illinois. So my grandfather was a Bears fan. Okay. Well, we were Packer fans. My brother was – Packers were terrible – my brother didn't really like the Packers because oh, they were terrible. And the Bears so, are old and they, yeah. <laughs> so, so who's he going to be a fan of? The Vikings. Really? Because during the 70s, oh, the 70s they, where, yeah, yeah. until that 85 Bears, it was the Vikings that yeah. dominated. Well, my brother was a Vikings fan. Like, what kind of crap is that? I'm going to be a Vikings fan. So we'd pile around watching games on Sundays, and it would be my grandfather who liked the Bears, my dad and I who liked the Packers, my brother who liked the Vikings, which his didn't make any sense at all. My grandfather's did ours. My brother didn't. Well, the Vikings was consistently winning, though, that's in the it. 70s. They just couldn't get over the Super Bowl hump. But that, they were but that, really good, but though, that's in the 70s. <laughs> Those are the games that we got to see all the time because they were up in our neck of the woods, and they were always on TV. And so my brother was like Fairweather fan yeah. or like the Vikings. And uh, he's always been a Viking fan. I mean, he's not gone away from it. He's still a he still fan. likes the Vikings. That's one of those, uh, What's uh, I think oh, I can't remember what Colin Cowherd always says, though, is uh, why am I going to invest my time in a bad team if, 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 that's right. if I'm going to be miserable? That's, that's kind of his little his little thing. I'm like, he's kind of right on one. I mean, I respect people who are fans. That's that's up to you. That's great. I just I have other things in my life to not stress about. You want to be in a community <laughs> where the team's bad all the time? That's miserable. I mean, uh, there's been a really good study done about the the – drop in crime rates and other kinds of things when the football team has a good season crime goes down when the football team's pitiful and the community doesn't have it crime goes up is that why everybody in the northeast is angry all the time i don't know except for the patriots i don't know all right we gotta do this we gotta do our trivia question this is our nukes trivia question for the day uh 903-735-9905 or on facebook you'll be the first one to answer this and it is yours so, we are going back a few years here, but I'm looking for, in the modern era of the NFL, post-1950, who's the first African-American NFL head coach? 903-735-9905. It's our trivia question for today. If you get it, $10 Nukes gift card is yours. We'll take the break. We're coming right back. You're on Leaving the Yard on the Fan 107.9. Anheuser-Busch is celebrating the 19th anniversary of the world-famous Budweiser Clydesdales. Come see them up close November 1st through 4th at the Front Street Festival Plaza in downtown Texarkana. And get your tickets now to see the country's most exciting new artist, Priscilla Block, Friday, November 3rd. The gates open to the block party at 5, presented by Bush Light. All purses and bags must be see-through. No coolers allowed, but bring your lawn chairs for the Bush Light Block Party November 3rd, downtown Texarkana. The holidays mean family gatherings with tasty dinners, but not for those suffering from food scarcity. Packages of Love Care will be collecting food for needy families in our area. Drop off canned or boxed food items now through December 20th. 
at Raising Cane's, Starbucks on Richmond Road or State Line, and Texarkana Media Center. Visit packagesoflovecare.org for more information. This station invites you to give back this holiday season. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's the same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early, which will be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with the doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash getscreened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All my life I had to grind and hustle. I had to work like Kobe just to shine like Russell. They say, glad you made it happen overnight. They say, damn you changed I'm not show you. All righty, we are back 19 minutes after the hour. Hey, congratulations, uh, Kevin Kreitz, who knew first African-American head football coach in the NFL in the modern era, post-1950, uh, was Art Shell, former uh, Oakland Raider offensive lineman, who then became the head coach in uh, 1989. So there you go. Gift card for Kevin. We'll do it again next week on Tuesday. And again on Thursday, we'll give you another chance to grab yourself $10 gift card from Nukes. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, I overthought it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was I, I, I used to love, I, you know, obviously I was a Cowboy fan back then, but everybody loved the Raiders too. Just the Raiders. I love Raiders the gear, Raiders. The, the colors. I it's love just, the, the Raiders. It's the best, man. I think it's because the Packers were so bad. I mean, it was still Packers. But I love the Raiders. The Raiders. And I love the Raiders because I love Fred Bolitnikoff. Oh, oh, okay. That was my guy. I was obviously a, a Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen Say, guy. You're an so 80s guy. I'm talking yeah. about 70s yeah, guy. Yeah, when, when Stabler was playing and that group of misfits were playing, I, when we played football, I always played wide receiver, and I love Fred Bolitnikoff. That was kind of my guy. Did you have your stickums on, too? I didn't have any okay. stickum. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me come home with stickums. We, play, we played in a field across the street from our house. 
that's where growing up we played. We had just a big open field and a couple yeah. other guys in the neighborhood that were two brothers, about the same age my brother and I were. And so we played two-on-two two all the time in football. Oh, yeah, number space. Number space. Say, my mom coached for 27 years, so I was going to say your mom might have told me what my mom told me when I played football. So I was like, Mom, can I get some gloves? She's like, if you can catch, you don't need That's gloves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but mom, they look cool. Yeah, I was like, they look good. My stepdad yeah. was like, no, if you, if you can catch, you don't That's need right. them as well. So I didn't, get, I didn't get any gloves. Thanks. <laughs> no support at all. None. Zero. Oh, man. Hey, it's Dwight McCowan's voice you're hearing as well. 20 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up in about uh, 25 minutes, we will do picks of righteousness for this week, which is always a fun experience. Absolutely. I'm mean, looking forward to it. I feel like I did a, I'm just being honest, I think I did a pretty good job. Like I said, Texas hurt me, but you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Texas hurt a lot of people last week. <laughs> a lot of gamblers I, in particular. I meant to text Tony to see how he was doing. Uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> see, Tony's in the, this was his week of moving, actually. Got all of his stuff okay. out of closing on the house uh, a couple of days ago. I didn't reach out to him just because I didn't know if he had his A his TV and B if he'd shut down his cable and all. Correct. So even if he was still in town, he may be sitting there with a, with a television, but no way to get the Longhorns on. So I didn't I didn't bother. the The joy was kind of taken out of being able to harass him about the Longhorns losing. I'm about to say, well, he's another generation. I'm saying he could watch some on his phone, but. And he's no. like my mom and that no, generation. They're not, they not, they're not watching not on phone. watching on his phone. <laughs> they're just going to complain. Yeah, they can't tr- watch it. Trust me, he's not watching on his phone. <laughs> Anyhow. So, last night, Phillies and Braves played. Yes. Six home runs for Philly yesterday. The big guy, obviously. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper Gosh, jacked no. a couple home runs. Love watching that guy play. I'm thinking about it today. And... and Posing the question myself, and I spent a little time looking up some stats. Would you take Bryce Harper or would you take Mike Trout oh, if Bryce, given the chance? Bryce Harper in a heartbeat. See, would you? Absolutely. But I know baseball peers is going to, you know, they, they go with Mike Trout. I, he just can't stay healthy. My, my thing with Bryce Harper is he's almost like, I'm not saying he's a LeBron of baseball. What I'm saying is, I mean, he's on a, he's on a, on a Sports Illustrated cover, right. you know, at 16, 17 years old. Yep. He he has exceeded expectations, him, like uh, Sidney Crosby. I don't think people understand how much pressure was on those type of guys. And I think, well, if I'm not mistaken, he dropped out of high school uh, and went the other and went that route and played it. And he's exceeded his his expectations and and then some. So to me, it shows that pressure just doesn't bother that young man. You would be shocked because I was at how similar their numbers are. Him and uh, him and Trout, really. Because I'm, I'm thinking about this going, I oh, yeah, Trout got MVPs early on. Mm-hmm. He was blasting up big numbers, playing for a dreadful team. Harper's teams were actually pretty competitive in Washington when yes, I was they, there. they were. They were. The Angels never have been. Harper just got his 300th home run near the end of the season. He's at 306 now. And I thought, wow, I wonder where Trout must be. Because mm-hmm. Trout felt like whew, he was maybe rivaling getting to 500. Correct. Trout's at 368. Now, he started a year before Harper. Well, I think his biggest thing is just is just he can't stay healthy. He can't. I mean, it's, it's not it's, that's unfortunate. You know, he's just – one, his team's terrible. But he just can't stay healthy, and that's been the, the biggest issue with him lately. Um, and so, I, I mean – that's not the reason that I picked Bryce Harper. I just I just feel like for for what that young man has had to deal with coming up in his career, 
he's handled the pressure great. You oh, know? Yeah. He obviously had a couple of slip-ups here and there, but but he he's he's exceeded the expectation. I just think that's a big deal. It goes a long way to me. He won a ring with the Nationals, didn't he? Uh, when they won it, yes, he did. So he won one with them. No, 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 no. I thought he left. I thought he did left. He, oh, that's right. Because they left the yes, next year. I thought he left. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, that's, you forgot about that. I remember. I remember he, he didn't run out. A, he didn't run out a, a hit. He didn't run a hit or something. Yeah, first, yeah, but I remember yeah. coach dug into him. Yep. A teammate. They got to fight in the dugout. Yeah, that case. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. They didn't, he didn't. He was not on that team. So I don't know that he's got a ring. I don't think so. So we know Trout doesn't. Gosh. Trout's about. Trout's average is about three oh one. I think career average. Harper's. About 281, I think. They're on base numbers get real close because okay. Harper walks an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Trout's got better speed. Harper's not really a runner. Trout, Trout's a 30-30 guy when he's healthy. Yes. So his stolen base numbers look better. His triple numbers look better. Their double numbers are almost the same. Their RBIs are almost the same. It's real, real weird how close they are to each other because I was thinking, what, Trout's just got a you know, such a run, but the last four years, Trout can't stay healthy, as you said, and Harper's starting to sneak back up on him. Correct. We may come in five more years down the road and see Harper passing Trout in every significant stat, except maybe average. You you need the Dodgers to find a way to trade for Trout and get him over there. (laughs) Just keep loading him up. (laughs) But, um, you know, if if you look at them, Trout's out, obviously to me. I, I'm not. I don't know exactly what he did in his whole, you know, before baseball professionally. But he looks just like a naturally better athlete than Bryce Harper, yeah. in my opinion. He's, he looks like a almost like a football player. That's to right. Me. No, I agree. Uh, and so, you know, what well, he's he, he's again his biggest thing. I just go back to he just the last few years he can't stay at the. Obviously, he started off rolling. I mean, I kept you know I was hearing him getting compared to Mickey Mantle early in his career. Yep. I mean, which he you know that's that's not wrong. You know, again, it's just one of those things, kind of like. Um, when I grew up watching Ken Griffey, just when he start, as he got older, he just couldn't stay healthy as he got older. You know, just one of those those shooting stars who were really, really good, and um, just injuries took him away. Well, you bring up a great name in Griffey. Oh man, because I mean, if all things are even and they're all healthy all the way through, which you know, Mickey had terrible knees. Correct. His career got got cut short, and he was at 500 plus home runs. But if you start looking at those guys and saying, "Let's keep them," let's have a Hank Aaron like career. Where you get to play 20, 21 yes. years and you're healthy almost the entire time and you start young and you retire old and you played. I don't know that Griffey isn't the greatest of all time. No doubt about it. Better than Barry Bonds. Better, be, oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be better than Barry Bonds. Better, if, better if, than if he, Bonds. If he didn't get hurt. Um, it's one of those things, Barry, um, body didn't break down. However, you want to break it down. However, you want to go with that one. His body didn't break down. Griffey, you know. I remember when he, it started breaking down like around 2000, 2001 when he went to Cincinnati, and yep. it just kind of, kind of slowly deteriorated from there. And it was just, it was, it was disappointing because he was, he was clearly on pace to to break uh, the seven fifteen. He was, I mean, seven fifty five. He was clearly on pace to break seven fifty five. It felt like he got old fast. It did. It like, did. Like he was young and thin and could fly around the outfield, and all of a sudden he wasn't anymore. You know, I, I can remember during the the ninety four, right before the strike, uh, I had a sports. That's when Sports Illustrated came out, and I had the Sports Illustrated. They was talking about the time the Montreal Expos was was leading the division. They, was, they would have broke the Braves' record that year of of the streak would have never happened because they were going to win the division right. that year when they had you know Randy Johnson and Pedro. Those guys oh, were loaded. Yeah. They, they were crazy. They were going to win the World Series with Vlad and Griff was on pace 
to break uh, the single season home run record that year. And so I remember when it shut it down, it was just so disappointing. Uh, I felt like that was his chance to really break through. Obviously, he broke through, but but he put his name in the record books even more with a single season home run record there at the time. I, I, have you seen him? He's in ads now. He's yes, on he some is. TV ads now. He and his wife are. I'm like, what the heck? Where did that come and from? And his, uh, his shoes are back out, by the way, are they too. Really? Oh, yeah, I got a couple of coaches I work with. They wear some Griffies every day. And I'm like, can Griffey Jr. shoes? Yeah, they, they hunt them down. Those had to have been around have, 20 years ago. They have no idea how they found them, but they hunt them down and bought them offline and had some Griffies on. I would argue, though, all the way to the end that Griffey was the greatest baseball player I've ever seen play. With the prettiest swing, of, obviously. Trout, I thought, had the same kind of different guy, mm-hmm. different style. Same ability potentially to get to numbers that very few people had gotten to had Trout stayed healthy. But Griffey to me was the everything baseball player. Yeah, those two, their trajectories were was gonna lead them to to all time great status. It just I, I even put you another one. Even in basketball, uh Grant Hill. Grant Hill was the same way. Grant, Grant Hill. Hill slash Penny Hardaway. Those guys were on a trajectory where they were gonna be all time greats and just their bodies just didn't let that happen, and that's unfortunate. But that's what's what happens sometimes in sports. You're bringing that up, and we got about a minute or two before this this segment ends. But we're going to come back next segment. You're, you're talking about bodies breaking down. Zion Williamson has not been able to get on the court to play a full season since he got out of college. We'll, we'll come back and visit okay. about him. But talking about guys and, and NBA guys whose careers are either cut short or haven't lived up to expectations. Yes. Because of injury kind of things. Zion, to me, is a guy on the list right now that makes me think, is he ever going to play? Is he ever going to be healthy? Or was this all just – his body is not built to play in the NBA. He's too big. He For plays that. too hard. And the body's not built to go through what he puts it through. I don't know if he'll ever live up to it. I don't know. I know Anthony Davis had some injury troubles down in New Orleans. I'm not saying it's the New Orleans staff, but it could Ooh. be one of those things as well. Um, to be honest with you, when the draft came up, I would have took John Morant at that time anyway. I know really? I'm in the minority there. Yeah, I, you are. I'm taking guards. I want the guy with the ball in his hands at all times, um, and I can find some some active bigs. But he's a he's a generational talent, though. Don't get me wrong about Zion. I, I did. I worry at the time. Even could he hold up? You know, for eighty-two games, yeah. This, you know, seasons. I just, I just watch how he walks, how, how, how the stress it puts on his knees, and that. So that always concerned me. And then when I knew it was New Orleans where he was going to, yeah. I was like, Anthony Davis had a hard time staying healthy. And if you think about it, has Anthony Davis? He he gets banged up here and there with the Lakers, but it's more so. You know, he's out four to five games, might roll an ankle, but these these are like serious injuries where his hands out for like seasons at a time. Anthony's got a different body type. He's a little longer body type. You worry about ankles yeah. with that kind of guy, knees sometimes. He's just so long and he's Correct. he's so and he grew late. So he grew late. He was a late grower and late late bloomer growing. He grew like a whole foot. Right. So I I'm I'm sure that has a lot to do with his with his, with, his, with his injuries as well. I would bet. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to visit some more about this one as we're kind of getting our way closer and closer to the opening of the NBA season as well. It's uh, 31 minutes after the hour. Chuck Zack, Dwight McCowan, just chilling, leaving the yard. We'll take a break. Don't forget, Picks of Righteousness coming up in, oh, about uh, 15 minutes here on The Fan, 107.9. Better believe it. Fall means football. Getting out there and hunting and four-wheeling and getting a little mud on your face. We've got a new Honda ATV for you to 
win. Enter by scanning the QR code at a participating sponsor like Metal Mart at the Leary Exit off I-30, Unclaimed Furniture in College Hill, or Wingstop. Then get ready to roll into our free-for-all fall on a new four-wheeler from Texarkana's local sports leader, 107.9 The Fan. Love Homeloans Railway. The Railway Mortgage Team will put their heart into helping you find the perfect match for your home loan needs. They will keep the process as hassle-free as possible and guide you through every step. Talk to the Billway team today about home purchases, refinances, and home equity loans. Billway also offers VA and land loans, plus FHA and USD loans, perfect for first-time home buyers. Stop by the Mortgage Center, call or learn more at billway.org. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing lender. With an eye on issues in the Arklatex, this is Community Matters. Since 1966, Dr. Incorporated has provided development and support services for children and adults with disabilities in the Texarkana area. is proud to be a sponsor of Texas High School Sports. Since 1882, Offenhauser has offered insurance to the four states area and beyond. They provide business and personal insurance for home, auto, and life from great companies such as Central Insurance. Offenhauser is in Texarkana at 2301 Moores Lane, 903-793-5511. Also with offices in Atlanta, Mount Pleasant, New Boston, Austin, and San Antonio. Offenhauser Insurance, established in trust. Offenhauserinsurance.com. scared. Help me say goodbye to my dad. You were an example for me. You gave me strength when I thought I had none left. I couldn't tell you then, but I want to say thank you, all of you, for everything. Thank you to the physicians, nurses, and others working in America's hospitals and health systems. A message from the American Hospital Association, American Medical Association, and American Nurses Association. 107.9 weather forecast for the four states. Clear tonight with a low of 60. Tomorrow, sunshine with a high of 82. Clear tomorrow night with a low of 52. Saturday, sunshine with a high near 70. Join us at our next live road show tomorrow, 3 to 6, at the Mega Meat Sale, 3420 North State Line. See the Honda four-wheeler that you can win. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9. Brought to you by Liberty Hilo ISD in our studio. Sponsor Eagle Distributing. I was sitting all day long on my pajama, eating peanut butter jelly with my mama. All righty, welcome back. It's 25 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Dwight, McCown. A rather chilly day today. We're supposed to get back up to the 80s on Friday, or 80 on Friday anyway, but it was a little cool today. It's really nice. I'm, I'm, I really wanted just to stay at one temperature, keep going up and down. It, that's kind of Which temperature my do you want? What's the ideal Dwight McCown temperature? Oh, about, about mid-70s. 75? Yeah, All yeah right. that's perfect. Sleeping. So I talked to my mom last night. She lives up in Wisconsin. I said, is it getting cold there yet? She said, eh. I said, well, what's, what, are you, what are you getting? Yeah. She said, well, it's been, it's been 50s at night. I said, well, that's good. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cold enough right there. You know what she says? That's no, too warm. <laughs> I said, what? She said, no, you can't. 40s is good sleeping weather. 
50s is too warm. Wow. I went, okay. Well, I'll tell you this real quick. I worked in, I went and worked Tubby Smith camp back in 2011 in the summer, and I was obviously at the University of Minnesota, and all the kids, we were walking to the gym, and they were complaining. I was so hot. They were, they were I'm about to pass out. It's hot. I'm about to burn up. And I, I look up, and it's like, I look at the, my phone. It's, it's 75 with a breeze outside. I'm right. like, guys. This is this is morning weather, not even morning weather in Texas. Texas. Right. So then they get on me about, hey, well, won't you come back in the wintertime? I said, well, I'm smart enough not to move here in the wintertime. <laughs> so you where, was, where was this camp? Uh, University of Minnesota. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No, 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 they, no. They were giving me the whole no, time. No, no, You no, can't no. come back in the wintertime. I said, I sure won't come back in the wintertime. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard, it really is hard on you trying to acclimate. When I moved down to Texas from, from up north, it took me a long, long, and I'm still, I, I've, I've constantly harped about I hate September. I, I, hate, I used to love September because uh-huh. at home it was cool, football was starting oh, the leaves degrees. were changing I mean and you come down here and it's still in the 90s oh, yeah. and no leaves are changing and yes football's starting but it's miserable yes. to be I mean it I, I've never gotten over growing up up north in September Really? Yeah, it's still summertime weather here. Yeah. It's awful. Hate it. <laughs> uh, school starts. I mean, all that kind of crazy. September. That's September in my head for growing up for 20 plus years living. A, not here in Texas. Not here in Texas. And even though it's been, you know, 40 years practically, I've lived down here, I still hate September. <laughs> I, it is. It's the one month of the year. I don't mind July. I don't mind you being 105. Yeah. I don't mind August being that way. But I can't stand September, September being that way. Nope. For whatever reason, it messes me up. Yeah, every once in a while, I still get some 90s in, eight, in October, too. And it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm yeah, just really good with the week. No, thanks. <laughs> All right, we were talking before the break about uh, NBA players. Because we had this conversation talking about Griffey and Trout and some of the baseball guys who had careers either truncated or stopped completely because they just couldn't stay healthy. Mickey Mantle, et cetera. We were talking basketball for a second because we're about to start the season again here pretty quick. And... Again, there is concern, will Zion Williamson be healthy enough to play for New Orleans, or will it be another year of his feet aren't right, his back's not right, his body's not right, and the guy is a wasted first round, not just first round, but number one pick in a draft, which is why you see franchises just get gutted when... That kind of guy you draft doesn't come through. Which is even more remarkable because they're still competitive at making the playoffs. You know, they've, they've done a good job of building that team. He just can't stay healthy. You know, they, they go make the trade up there of Portland and they and they bring in some more pieces. Uh, so they're good. It's one of those things. If he could get – I mean, I'm pretty sure, if, if I wasn't mistaken, when he was healthy, was it maybe two years ago, they were like number one in the West. Yeah. And then when he went down, it obviously it went downhill from there. He just – I think bigly, mostly though. I, I I say I was gonna blame a little bit on New Orleans. I say not blame him, but they have some issues. But a lot of it's just on him taking care of his own body. He just, that guy just he just has to take care of himself. You know, you when you when you when you get into the pros, you have to eat right. You have to get your time of rest. You got to be able to take care of yourself. They say LeBron spends like a million dollars in his body a year. I bet you have to if you're gonna if you're gonna try to have a longevity to to make career earnings and play for a long time, you have to put the time in and, and take care of your body. But here you go. If you're a number one pick in the draft, the contract they're handing you out the gate is life changing. Correct. Generational changing for your family. Do I need to work that hard? You you already paid me. Well, that's the that's the point that all people always talk about with sports is you know I don't think I think fans get upset because they 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 want 
players to to love love it like they do. Right. And a lot of these guys don't love it. It's no. just H had to be H had to be really good at it. Yep. Um, I'm gonna do it to to I can't. And some of them, you know, they get burnt out by it. And you know, that's one of those things where you know a lot of a lot of parents put their kids in sports at a young age and they don't understand it. You know, it's, it's okay not to let your son not play basketball for 12 months out of the year. It's okay to go put him and do something else or you know have other hobbies. You know, that's one thing we always been focusing on with our with our kids. Um, like our son, he plays basketball and football. My daughter, she's playing volleyball uh, and she play basketball. But my my son got into theater arts last year and, nice. and was and was a uh, Simba and the Lion King. He loved it. And so you 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 have to give those kids a balance. Find something else that they like, a passion, and 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 that helps. I think a lot of these guys they don't have a balance of what they want to do with their life. Yeah, no, they got one thing. One thing. Because somebody's been pushing them that way their whole right. life. And so I think, I, I feel, I, I don't remember sports. I was, I'm not saying I'm that old, but I'm, I'm 40. But I, I don't remember sports when I was a kid. We Kids talked about getting a scholarship. I got to go D1 or I can't play or I got to play year-round basketball. I remember playing basketball in the wintertime. Then it's baseball time. We go play baseball. Right. Football right. time. We, we played everything. And, you know, we go play at the park, but we, it wasn't just a, a Specialization. That's where I think this where it's getting out of control. But well, and, and that's you, my soapbox, right? Well, there, so. no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's it, there's a lot to that, and there are a lot of coaches. As I mean, you're you're involved in recruitment of young men. Hey, and listen, you see college coaches come down. They want to know these guys are doing more than just that one thing all the time. Hey, listen, it's gotten to the point now. Even in Texas, obviously, I coach now, and and we have you know strength and conditioning in the summer. And, and I know some people don't want to hear this, but I I send my kids home. Sometimes, so we we'll 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 play uh we'll play summer league. We we'll go to team camps in June, and then in July, I you know after we come from our July Fourth break, I, I give those guys another week or so off, right? Right when we come back, and then that last week before August, because you know, so we only really work out for maybe about, about a week and a half, two weeks in July, because a couple of things. One, I need to get away from you. I need to see my family. You need to go see your family. You just get burnt out, right? And you'd be excited to come back in August when school starts. And and some people don't want to hear that, but it's like. Are you really gonna lose that much in two and a half, three weeks? You no, know, like it's okay. They can be a kid. Let go, go enjoy your summer break. Go hang out. Whatever you want to do. Um, don't spend all your time at the gym. And, no. and you'll still be, you'll still be a good player. You didn't lose nothing. Just you can't get those years back that you were, with, you know, you're a teenager with your parents. Who, who's a gym rat you've encountered? Who you just? It didn't matter what you did. They were going to show up and shoot. Uh, recently, for me, was probably Tavondra Henry up here when okay. I was there at Pleasant Grove. He. Uh, he would be texting me all the time. Uh, my wife would be like, hey, Tavondra's texting you right now. Like, hey, let me go, let me go open the gym <laughs> open for him, the right gym. Quick. him and him and maybe Trey or Tori or somebody right. want to go in there and shoot. I'm like, all right, let me get the man right quick. But those probably um, my last good group at Pleasant Grove. Those guys would, would blow me up all summer, you know. And even I'm like, hey man, how about you just go, you know, ch- Coach? Hey, I just, I, I just want to shoot. Hey, give me 30 minutes, Coach. Just want 30 <laughs> minutes on the machine. All right, man. Here, I'm finna, I'm finna let you in right quick. I'm finna go back home and finish on my grill right quick, though. <laughs> you know there. There was a group you, you mentioned over at PG. There was a group years ago. I used to open up the gym on Sundays and play out there. And there were guys, um, uh, Ryan Brown and Dave Reeves and Willie Bryant and guys like that. You guys who are older probably remember these guys. They were they were gym rats. Ryan Brown was a gym rat. Just stayed in there, huh? Just loved basketball, loved shooting the basketball. If there was a game, he was in it. It just – you know, those guys, you can try to shoe away. They go come anyway. They're, they're going to come anyway. Yeah, they're the Pete Maravich types. They just, I, all I want to do is shoot. I want to work on my shot. I just want to sh- – I love shooting more than anything else. I want to shoot. I, I it's not say, work to them. 
I mean, I don't say my basketball kids, but if I look back, that 2017 football team we had, those dudes were up there. I remember coming up there to like just go check some office. They they're on they jumped the fence at the football stadium. They're playing seven on seven. Like those guys were just it's like <laughs> you can keep it's, off it. It's like nine o'clock at night in yep. July. They, yep. Those guys got the lights on. They're playing. I'm like, how y'all get in? You know what? Don't even worry about it. That's I'm right. Right. <laughs> just don't get hurt. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't saying anything. Ask any questions. Y'all take it easy, man. I'm like Schultz. I see nothing. I hear nothing. I know nothing. Yep. That's 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 how those kids was as well. So you know. Well, yeah, but the, and to me, that you're not forcing them to come up and practice. No, you're not pulling them up and saying Correct. you got to be in the gym. You got to be in the weight room. That's self-driven, and those are the guys you can't beat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, matter of fact, I just saw one of mine uh, on TV. I was so proud of him uh, a couple nights ago. He was coaching uh, Tyler Kelly. He was one yeah, of those kids yeah. that we had like that, and he's coaching at Louisiana Tech now. And and you knew a young man with that type of drive and passion was going to end up doing something later on in life that he loved and he was going to be good at. And so, you know, you look at him, you see him on TV, and you just smile because right. you're so proud of him. You're so happy for him. And uh, But you knew even back then when you had him, you know, people are like, he's small, he's small you know you you looking at the physical features i'm looking at what he's bringing to the table and what his mentality is and so you knew that that young man was eventually going to do something good like that in his life because he had that good work ethic and a lot of those kids did so don't, i'm not just trying to single just him out but i had a lot, a lot of those kids who had good work ethic like that uh, and a guy who played through high school he he got to play in college too didn't he uh, no he, he went straight as a, as, a, as a student coach yeah no, straight, straight as a student you coach. know you're involved in the programs like that State championship winning at high school. You're on the uh, sideline helping. I don't care if you're five five or if you're six five. Man, you got something going on inside you that makes it uh, makes one of, it work. One of the smartest kids I've ever coached. You know, so you, you can see that when you had him. You know, so you knew that he, you know again he was going to excel. Yeah. So he was smart and he had a good work ethic and he had a good home life. That's just that's a recipe for success. You're hitting home runs. That's a recipe for success. We're gonna take a break. Got music. Picks of righteousness coming up next. Oft. Mocked, never duplicated. We'll come back in a couple of minutes here on The Fan 107.9. Anheuser-Busch is celebrating the 19th anniversary of the world-famous Budweiser Clydesdales. Come see them up close November 1st through 4th at the Front Street Festival Plaza in downtown Texarkana. And get your tickets now to see the country's most exciting new artist, Priscilla Block, Friday, November 3rd. The gates open to the block party at 5, presented by Bush Light. All purses and bags must be see-through. No coolers allowed, but bring your lawn chairs for the Bush Light Block Party November 3rd, downtown Texarkana. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you work so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. Wow, look at all our signage in here. I did that. You designed signs? Fast Signs does. I send them ideas and logos through FastSigns.com, and they deliver innovative sign solutions. But that must take all season. Not at all. Fast Signs creates signs on almost any surface, any size and quantity, in no time at all. They're almost as talented as me. You should take a time out. See the experts at Fast Signs, 3745 Mall Drive, Texas, Canada. 
Bob Worthen from the Granary Street Natural Food Store right here in beautiful Texarkana. I've been advertising on this radio station for over five years. Many of my customers compliment and even thank me for our local radio commercials. They have helped our Texarkana store to become our number one store in our 11 store chain. This is April Jones, General Manager of Texarkana Radio Center. I would love the opportunity to talk to you about your business. Give me a call today. Still need health insurance or received a denial for Medicaid or CHIP? If you still need health insurance or are no longer eligible for Medicaid or CHIP, you still have time to apply and have options to get health insurance coverage. If you've had changes in your household that caused you to lose your health insurance recently, an ACA navigator would like to assist you with avoiding large gaps in your coverage. Call Civic Heart Community Services now and allow an ACA navigator to assist you or someone you care about with affordable health insurance coverage. 430-529-0043. Civic Heart Community Services. Civic Heart Community services here to help you stay covered in arkansas cancers of the lung breast prostate and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths yet simple screenings can save lives helping doctors find and treat cancer early if you have a family history of cancer you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon only too late to learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. Purina Accuration is a premium weather-resistant protein block with fat, vitamins, and minerals designed to balance nutrient deficiencies in fair and poor quality forages. It's convenient to feed livestock. No need for special feeders or shelters. Ask the folks at Miller Bowie Supply about Purina Accuration. Miller Bowie Supply, your local Purina feed store at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. Church of the Rock, 2304 University Avenue, Texarkana, Texas. Longer sensory friendly fall festival, Sunday, November 5th from 5 to 7 with crafts and Snacks and more. Register at cotxk.churchcenter.com forward slash reservations forward slash events. This is Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack, presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor Eagle Distributing on 1079 The Fan. All right, I got, I got to turn that music off. Love that, but that's not going to work for this segment. You know how it is. Thursdays at 5.45, we change gears. We get away from that stuff because it is time for Picks of Righteousness. It's not about being right. It's about being righteous. We're going to pick who we want. Yes, we will. We don't care if you like it. It's not about the point spread what the papers say y'all tune in to the pigs righteousness oh my goodness every thursday ej jackson with the pics of righteousness theme song here's how it works boys and girls if you've never been party to this before we uh, we don't try to pick winners we don't try to look at the point spread we don't care what the what the uh, pundits in Vegas say, we're not trying to help you win money. We're not giving you lead pipe locks. We're not. T- Everybody does that. Nobody actually knows anything. 
This is what we do. Exactly. We look at we look at a matchup and say, you know what? I like A because of this reason. Not because their quarterback's better or their defensive lineman's hurt. We don't care. What's our connection why we like this university? We like the coach. Absolutely. We ever worked with any of these guys before. We got kids that go to these schools that we're following and rooting for. That's our righteous pick. So if you're here trying to win some money, like, hey, tell me about who's going to win. The-. You're in the wrong place because that ain't what we do. Absolutely. Here we go. All right, and away we go. There's actually a game uh, going on tonight that I put on the old list. One tonight, one tomorrow, the rest are Saturday. West Virginia's at Houston. Oh, I'm going with Houston, yeah, obviously, just for the state of Texas, and I love those uh, Houston Oilers uniforms they wore a few weeks back. That was pretty sharp. <laughs> that was awesome. I'll be, I, I don't know if they're going to pull them out again. No, that was that, that was, was to me. That's, time. That's I, I think that's a one once a year thing. But that is man, that's that's big time for people my generation and young and older. It was a sharp look. It looked good. I, however, I really like West Virginia. I've I've always liked West Virginia. Houston's new back in the conference uh-huh. again. West Virginia is kind. Of, they're going to be the stepchild, I think, as this thing works its way through. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do my rooting for West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah. It got a good job. It's a good program, though. It's a good program out there. He's doing a good job with them. Tomorrow uh, night, Stanford's at Colorado. Dion's already complaining about this late start on a Friday night at ten o'clock in Palo Alto. What the heck is they thinking? Why would they schedule us for then? We got the Buffs and the Cardinal. I don't blame them, but I'm you know I'm 100 all in with prime time. So you're all right. done. I'm all Dion all the Let's time, go. all time. Well, except when they play Utah. <laughs> I like that Utah coach as well. That guy, those guys play physical at Utah. That's a good team. That's a good program. But right now, I'm going. I'm going with Colorado. All right. I uh, I want to see Colorado continue to be relevant. Yes. They don't need to lose games like almost losing to Arizona State. Oh my gosh. Or losing to Stanford. I want to see them relevant all the way through the end here, for a couple of reasons. One, they're about to come in the Big Twelve. It should be a little relevant coming in the conference. Two, it's going to add to the intrigue of will Dion stay? I'm interested in seeing. I want him to be good. I want him to be great just yet. I want him to be good. Just good enough. We're going to root again for Colorado. (laughs) All right, off we go into the Saturday games, Arkansas, Alabama. Oh, well, again, back to, I mean, I coach Landon Jackson. I'm I'm always going to go Arkansas. I'm pulling for the Razorbacks. See, I'm torn now on this one. I'm a Jalen Hale fan. I'm a Landon Jackson fan. Well, that's easy for me because Landon Jackson and I'm from Marshall. I'm hometown Marshall, oh, yeah. so we don't we don't pull for long. You don't go get- <laughs> no. I told <laughs> I told the I told other coaches that year that Longview played in the state championship. I was like, I was probably the only East Texas guy rooting against Longview. Wow. <laughs> I I'm gonna tell. You, I think this week my Landon love is gonna is gonna uh, override my <laughs> Jalen love this week. I'm gonna root for the hogs this week. There you go. It's there's a there's been enough suffering. There you go. There's been we need some we need some salve. We need some some breathability for hog fans out there. Enough's enough. Um, let's see. Oregon and Washington, number eight and number seven in the country. Oh yeah, I, I really like that. I really like Washington. Um, I mean, I used to like them uh, a few years back when they had, uh, when it was kind of up and coming early two thousands. Um, I had a friend who was a Miami, Miami Hurricane fan in Washington, knocked him off. So I always kind of got a little okay. smooth spot for All Washington. Right. So you're a Washington guy. Yeah. I, I fall back on my LaMichael. Love for LaMichael. Love for Trey. <sighs> I forgot all about LaMichael. Yeah. Oregon. Yeah. So 
We'll, we'll, we'll quack like the I ducks I get like that. I understand that. Uh, A&M in Tennessee this week. Aggies had a tough loss against Bama. Tennessee, I don't even I, know. I can't figure out Tennessee. I just can't pull myself the roof of A&M. So can't? I, no, no. Gosh, no. I, Tennessee. Yeah, it's funny you said it. I can't root for Tennessee. No. <laughs> just, I, I, I got no love for Tennessee. I think it's their baseball team that ruined it for me a couple of years ago. Being yeah. so cocky and being... You know, I can get that. Kind of annoying. I'm. Just, I can't. I can't. I can't pull for a And I'm it. not crazy. Like I love the Texas high orange. Uh-huh. I'm not a fan of that Tennessee, Tennessee orange. I don't know what. It, it's a weird shade. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of, of, of Jimbo to be honest with you. So that, that just makes All it right. even easier to me. He's, he's not a likable. All right, person. so we're split on that one Correct. then. Yeah, no, Jimbo's not a likable person. <laughs> I can't disagree on that That's one either. That's me putting it. <laughs> yeah, it could only be better if we had Kiffin against him. <laughs> oh, good gosh, mercy. <laughs> That's coming at some point in time. All right, uh, TCU-BYU. Oh, TCU. Uh, I'm going with TCU. Uh, obviously, um, Savion Williams from, from Washington, Texas. I'm going to pull for that young man. Nice. We've got a bunch of kids that have gone to TCU. I always kind of like the Frogs. Uh, Florida, South Carolina. Underachieving Florida, they're going to host Arkansas in two weeks. Yeah, that's a tough one right there. I, I, I would probably say um, Florida. Um, what's the guy's name? The quarterback. He was. Uh, I watched the QB one show during COVID. And he's that is very unlikable kid. Uh, oh really? Uh, what's the kid? The quarterback in South Carolina. He was at Oklahoma. Oh, uh, you're, oh, you're talking about? Ah, uh, uh, if you hadn't just said it, would it, uh, the Spencer? Is the same Spencer? Rattler. Rattler. Spencer yeah. Rattler. Oh my gosh, yeah. watching that, my son was like, "Would you want to coach him?" I was like, "No." Absolutely not. <laughs> no, thank you. He does seem unlikable. Oh, man. The worst. I, I couldn't deal with that. But kid. here's yeah, my man. deal. My, my daughter-in-law is a South Carolina girl. Now, I get it. I, you know, that's the camera. He could be a total different person yeah. off the camera. I so, don't know. I get it. But I, you know, she's Clemson fan more than South Carolina fan. Oh, she's no. a big Clemson oh, fan. No, oh, me. yeah. No, no it's no. true. Tell her to do that. No, why? <laughs> Got no love for Clemson? No. Why? Absolutely not. You're not a Dabo guy? Oh, no. Why? Definitely no, definitely not a dabble. What? <laughs> What's wrong with dabble? Definitely not a dabble guy. Oh, oh man, he lost me when he was upset and angry about the kids getting paid. I was like, all right, we're done. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> and I get that. I yeah. from I get the get off your high horses. Yeah, saying my, my is get off your high horse, but that's yeah. just my opinion. I'm not gonna knock. Anyway. We got some ranked yeah. matchups this week as well. USC Notre Dame. Oh, uh, USC. I'm definitely going to USC. Obviously, I like Kayla Williams. Uh, my friend, J.W. Brownlin, like I said, is a Notre Dame fan, so I like to bask in his misery when he loses. I'm hoping the Irish stay away from the green this week. Go back to their ho- – they're at home. I'm hoping they're, they're, they're back to the, the, the navy and the uh, gold. Yeah, don't bring the bad juju because no. you look back to 2005 to push. Yeah. They had the green on that yeah. game too. No. Yeah. Let's go navy <laughs> and let's go Irish. Uh, Miami – North Carolina. I'm going North Carolina, one, because I like Mac Brown. But, two, I, I want Miami to lose again just because that, that because of that game last week. Like, what are we doing? Like, you don't – come on, guys. Like, seriously? So, yeah. I so like Mario Cristobal has lost his job. I'm never going to advocate for a coach to lose his job. Right. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm not saying you're advocating. I would not fight for him to keep his job after that. That is just un- – that's inexcusable right there. Of course, Georgia Tech's quarterback is John King's son, the head, head coach Correct. at Longview, um, Haynes King. But it was the most horrific way to lose a game <laughs> Never seen that I've like seen it. in a long time. That's awful. That uh, was pretty outrageous. Uh, uh, I got time for one. Nah, I don't think. Mm, LSU-Auburn. 
LSU. I like I like the coach at LSU though, and Jane Daniels. I can't decide. <laughs> I can't decide about LSU. I don't like Auburn being bad. I like Auburn being good. Yeah, LSU has not convinced me that they're worth rooting for at the moment. Anyway, we're done. Dwight McCown, great seeing you. We'll see you again next week. Appreciate you, Chuck. Thank you. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. We'll be back again on Monday here on The Fan 1079. Anytime on TheFan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana 1079 The Fan.